Let's go. Let's go. Real sports talk for real sports fans. Oh, man, I love it. I love it. You Back to Miller and Condon on 1700 KBGG. One o'clock hour, Ken Miller Show, 1700 KBGG. Trent Conan and myself taking you to two. Scott Dockerman landed 10, coming up at 115. Kevin Lehman, college basketball analyst uh, at the bottom of the hour. Uh, have you seen Alex Ovechkin in the last 48 hours? I'm starting mm. to worry a little bit. Oh, really? I haven't seen him. He hasn't popped up in the timeline? No, he hasn't. Back Doing, in Mother Russia? Maybe he is. I wonder if he's finally drawn a sober breath. No, no. <laughs> I doubt that No chance much. of that. Um I know that sports in Los Angeles maybe doesn't move our needle. Sure. Um, or specifically our audience's needle. But the NFL does. Mm-hmm. Uh, interesting piece at ML Monday morning quarterback that Peter King is no longer a part of. Uh, he's going over to NBC Sports. But um, nonetheless, the site still prevails. They did a piece on uh, that this is maybe the most anticipated football s- season in the state of California. NFL season in the state of California in a long, long time. Well, of course, the Rams were gone for a while, so I get sure. that. Uh, maybe Chargers fans aren't too excited about this coming NFL season, San Diego ones in particular. Um, but I could see the point to the article, because the Niners are going to be good. The Chargers, you think, and I'm not putting words in your mouth, at least last time I talked to you, we talked this, you think that they'll win the AFC West. Yep. I, I'm all over the Rams, I'm, and not alone. By by a long shot, the Raiders are... I mean, if you, I think if you had to... Power rank them of those four. Raiders would be four, don't you think? Yeah, yeah. But still, on the surface, a chance to be a um, you know California, a pretty fun year NFL wise. Well, and this very well could be the year if Gruden hits the ground running and ekes out a nine and seven and figures out Carr and gets him back rolling. Maybe nine and seven gets you in in the AFC West this year because I certainly don't. You see, see parity is that what you're saying? Yeah, or mediocrity. I mean, it depends on what term you want to use. It's summertime, so we'll we'll call it mm-hmm. we'll call it the latter. Okay, but you could see that out of the Raiders too. Uh, what's the time frame though? Because I mean, you go back to the '80s. I mean, how many times did the 49ers and Rams see each other in the playoffs? Uh, Seemed like at least a handful of times. A few, yeah. And the Raiders were very good during that time. And, mm-hmm. So I guess, yeah, in recent history, sure. Because when the Niners have been up those few years under Harbaugh, mm-hmm. the Raiders were really down, and there were no LA teams in San Diego was okay, but that's about it. So, depending on the reference, I get it. Expectations, sure. Are you are you all in on the Rams? I have in cons- that division. I am. I have concerns though. Just a young team. How many times do we see a young team take that big step forward mm-hmm. and then regress back mm-hmm. the following season? Gave the Vikings all they wanted. They did. That's that's kind of still where I sit with that Rams team. Now that you've had the success, you're number two. Mm-hmm. Can you do it? Golf. Mm-hmm. Keep developing. Not sneaking up on anybody. Right. Yeah. 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 But it's a talented roster, no doubt. No, no doubt about it. You know, speaking of that, speaking of the Vikings, we threw them into the conversation. Uh, Dennis Green's going into their Ring of Fame or whatever. Yeah. I, well, posthumously. Yes. I mean, I guess if he was still alive, he'd probably still be coaching. But isn't it disappointing when a guy goes into any Hall of Fame yeah. posthumously? You know what I mean? Pete Rose will that will be for him. I wonder. 
I think, pro- yeah. Oh, I think I, I don't think there's any. Yeah, doubt. I, I think probably. But uh, look, that 1998 Vikings 15 and one team. Mm-hmm. Randy Moss was he a rookie that year? He I was. think he was right. Yeah. Um, geez, they were so good. They were Cunningham at the height of yeah. his powers. Yeah, uh, as Robert a Smith and John Randall, very good defense. Chris team. Carter. Yeah, they had some guys. They did, um, but they ran it. The thing that I think is always missed, though, when people and then. Well, Gary Anderson missing Gary the Anderson kick that would have iced it away. And, and what scores. was he? Was he perfect or did he, he miss one? He was, he was perfect. perfect all year long. Perfect up until that point. But people forget that Atlanta team. They were 14-2. and two. They were. They we're, were. We're not talking mm-hmm. about some plunky 9-7 and seven wild card The dirty team bird year. Yeah. Right. Jamal Anderson. Uh-huh. Chris Chandler was really good yeah, that season. He was. Chris Chandler going into the Super Bowl, you know what the talk was there, right? Uh. Well, when they were doing you know matchups. Yeah. Oh, huge edge of quarterback. <laughs> Wait, what? Well, Elway. I mean, Elway was on the clearly on the downside of sure. his career, but you know, thankfully that was one of the talkers that we because he, I mean, he played great in the Super Bowls, the MVPs yeah. he left the field. Um, but um, yeah, that '98 team, you just wonder. That's they got so close at fifteen and one. Look, Vikings, Denver. Yeah, as a Broncos fan, I wanted to see no part of that. You had to be happy. That, oh, absolutely yeah. happy that Atlanta won. I, I was, I was very confident because Denver played the early game that they year? played the early game. Yes, I was at the late game. Um, oh, really? I was. I was in. I was in, in um, the the, at the Metrodome back to back weeks. Arizona the week before, uh-huh. and then um, I'd gone up to. Now, how did that work? No, it couldn't have been the early game because Denver hosted yeah. the Jets, right? Yeah. And would have been a one o'clock. No, it was, Minnesota noon. was the early game because well, Denver the, Denver would never host a late game. Never. I don't think never so. say never. Well, what, isn't it a two o'clock and five two two start? and five thirty? Yeah. So that'd have been a one o'clock start. No, but no, I don't think so either because yeah. they hadn't switched the times at that point. Oh, it was okay. still noon and three. Oh, okay. So the Vikings. No, the Vikings were the Vikings played early. They played early, for sure. They did. I was there for sure. Yes, I was there. My son and I were there. Let's take a look at your memory bank. Dun, dun, dun. And they wouldn't have put the Denver. They wouldn't have put Denver first, a Mountain Time Zone first. You wouldn't think so, no. No. I can't find start times. No, you don't have to. I know. Well, I'm right. we'll take a break, and I will double check you. How All right, we 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 can do that. Um, yeah, we took a group up to the Arizona game, which was meh. It was. I mean, it Traveling. was. It was like by what twenty one or something like that. Forty one twenty one. There you yes. go. Forty one twenty one. Very good. And then the uh, the next game was unbelievable. Walking out of the Metrodome, told the story a million times. Sorry, I'm telling it again. All the championship gear was on display. Oh. And they had to quickly pack it back up in the boxes. Sure. Because they're not. Uh, and you couldn't buy any of it until the game was final. Mm-hmm. I mean, there was people standing around there waiting for the Vikings to win so they could get their. NFC champion t-shirt or whatever they're going to buy. But Super Bowl, here we come. Super Bowl, here we come. Scott Dockerman, here we come. Land at 10. Doc is next. Bottom of the hour, Kevin Lehman. Will con- you don't have to keep checking, Trent. I'm right. 11.30 a.m. kickoff in the Dome. There you go. You found it. Followed by 3 o'clock Central AFC Championship. We'll be back with Scott Dockerman when we continue here. It's the Ken Miller Show. Trent and I till 2, 1700 KBGG. Hey, it's Tiki Barber. And Brandon Tierney. We are Tiki and Tierney, giving you the big scoop on all the games. Afternoons on the Big Talker, 1700 KBGG. Boom. An old favorite is back again with a new and updated menu. Bennigan's on Merle Hay Road. 
Stop by Bennigan's and check out the new signature steak and ale menu. Made from scratch everyday recipes that have stood the test of time. Dinner with friends, a night out, or just stop by to watch the ball game. Make it Bennigan's. Merle Hay Road. Bennigan's is a proud sponsor of high school baseball on 1700. You're with friends at Bennigan's on Merle Hay Road. Did you know the Heritage Carousel in Union Park is available for rentals? This is a -a one-of-a-kind venue that will keep your guests talking long after the party. We've hosted everything from birthday parties to rehearsal dinners. The Heritage Carousel is owned and operated by the Des Moines Carousel Foundation and is a not-for-profit organization. If you would like to have your next event at the Heritage Carousel, go to heritagecarousel.org for more information on renting the carousel. Looks like we have another contestant for Russian Roofer Roulette. Place your bet. Choose from unmet expectations, we overpromise and underdeliver, or we'll carelessly drag our ladder over your daffodils. Let's log on to Google and play. I'm Ryan Johnson, owner of Right Roofing. Before you play Russian Roofer Roulette, give us a call. Right Roofing is one of the only local roofers with a 50-year warranty on both the shingles and the labor. So you know that when we roof it, we'll roof it once and we'll roof it right. For a warranty on materials and labor that's five times longer than most companies, call Right Roofing at 515-729-0770, where we say you choose the color, we'll handle the rest. That's 729-0770, or find us online at rightroofing.com. That's rightroofing.com with an R. Roof it once, roof it right, right roofing. Now at Menard, save big money in your next project with 11% off everything. Over 110 fight electric LED bulbs are on sale. Save on a 4,000 lumen LED bulb that replaces a 300 watt bulb using 87% less energy. 22.24 after 11% off. Save big on fight electric LED bulbs and more. Offer ends June 23rd. Stop waiting and start saving with 11% off everything. Now at Menards. Save big money at On June 21st, do what you love for those affected by Alzheimer's disease. Sign up for The Longest Day, a fundraising event to help the Alzheimer's Association end this devastating disease. Register at alz.org slash thelongestday. Villaggio Italian Restaurant brings real homemade Italian to you. Fantastic food, great service, and an elegant vibe that feels like home. All your favorites from the original in Norwalk and an expanded menu with the newest location on 100th Street in Urbandale. Plus, one of the best happy hours in the metro from 3 to 6 each weekday. When you're thinking Italian, make it Villaggio. Pizza, pasta, sandwiches, and more. Two locations, Sunset Drive in Norwalk and 100th Street in Urbandale. Villaggio Italian Restaurant. Cap is back. Flag Guy here. We're proud to sponsor the foremost expert on all things Chicago, Dave Kaplan, weekly here on the Ken Miller Show. While Cap has the behind the scenes on your favorite Chicago sports team, we have the flags, Bears, Bulls, Blackhawks, Sox, Cubs. We've got them all. Northwestern, too. I guess they kind of count. Check out our Chicago flags and a whole lot more online at heartlandflags.com. And peep the retail store, too. 3719 Southwest 9, Des Moines. Hey guys, Trent Condon back here once again. Want to tell you a little bit about New Leaf Wellness Center. New Leaf Wellness has helped me lose weight, gain endurance during workouts, and one of the biggest things, have energy all day long. No more lulls during the afternoon. Great program, great people at New Leaf Wellness Center. Check them out today at 3930 West Town Parkway in West Des Moines. And all summer long, giving away iCubs tickets. 
Find out how New Leaf Wellness can help you or give them a call at 515-650-1358. That's 650-1358 for New Leaf Wellness Centers. Let's feel better together and turn over a new leaf with New Leaf Wellness. Since 1980, Christopher's Gold and Rare Coins has been Central Iowa's trusted local source for precious metals, rare coins, currency, and estate jewelry. Christopher's can help you invest in gold or silver and start or sell a coin collection. If you're looking for top value on family heirlooms, diamond and precious gem jewelry, or luxury watches, Christopher's trained staff will provide the information you need to sell with confidence. Christopher's Gold and Rare Coins. South of Douglas on Merle Hay Road or at Christopher's RareCoins.com. Real sports talk for real sports fans. Back to Miller and Condon on 1700 KBGG. All right, welcome back. Ken Miller Show, 1700 KBGG. All of our guests appear on the Dr. Stephen Fuller, Fuller Family Dentistry Hotline. Two locations, East 29th Street in Des Moines, 410 8th Street Southwest in Altoona. Another Hawkeye Swarm tomorrow afternoon uh, to end the program. Uh, it's, what, 145 or thereabouts tomorrow, uh, Hawkeye Swarm with Doc and uh, Trent. Right now, speaking of Doc, different Doc, Scott Dockerman, uh, him and Mark Morehouse are podcasting again at cedarapidsgazette.com. Uh, Scott, uh, Trent, and Ken, uh, another one in the books. You and Mark did close to two hours on Friday. Is that what I'm hearing? Yeah, yeah, we're back to kind of talking too much. <laughs> you know, you get going, we, you know, even the... The people in the uh, in my former stomping grounds of the Gazette are like, all right, about an hour, and I'm, we're like, yeah, we'll try to keep it to an hour. And next thing you know, just with the number of questions we get from you know interested people, is just that you know we want to try to answer as many as we can, and we get going, and it's like, oh yeah, this is exactly what it was like a couple of years ago when we were doing this. Safe to say it was missed, Scott Dockerman. Yeah, definitely. It was a, uh, you know, it was a lot of fun when we did it, and then of course. Uh, you know, we we took our show on the road a little bit last year, and, mm-hmm. and now we're kind of back here with, at the old stomping grounds of the Gazette. And, uh, you know, it's just it's a different format when we sit together. Um, you know, we, we have more of a conversational tone rather than, you know, there were a few other times in the past where I remember one time we did it um, last spring, and we had to sit on opposite ends of this food court and, uh, mall in West Burlington, Iowa, and it was it was interesting. That's for sure. <laughs> well, another Monday, another handful of uh, writers hired at the Athletic. Of course, that's where we'll find you or read you uh, in the uh, in the weeks to come, as you will be covering Iowa for the Athletic. But a uh, lot of NFL guys, a lot of NHL guys uh, and gals hired here uh, today. The Athletic continues to build. As a guy who's uh, about to make his living uh, from that website, that has to be certainly encouraging to you that they continue. Uh, to build. Absolutely. It's it's terrific. I mean, in this business, um, you know, anytime you can have something like that that continues to build, you've got to be excited about it. And, you know, it helps your stability, of course, but also it's a quality journalism. I mean, you know, Buffalo opened up today and, and some of the writers there are the best. And, you know, in football, you know, in the NFL, Tim Sullivan's terrific. And then you have, also have, uh, uh, you know, hockey writers there and, and, uh, so yeah, it's been it's been good with that, and and you know I've noticed we've had some some crossover stories that you know I'm not there yet, uh, but you know this I, I retweeted one today from our Dallas uh, uh, bureau, and 
um, it was kind of breaking down Adrian Claiborne's six-pack uh, sack performance mm. against the Cowboys last year. And, and there was another one, you know, James Daniels, there's a really good feature on him from the one in Chicago. And, and uh, another one last week on George Kittle out of our San Francisco office. So, I mean, you know, you, if you're subscribed to the, the athletic for Iowa athletics, you and I hope that you do, you get, you also get all the other stuff as well. Doc, uh, to the news and notes here, and uh, some interesting news coming out today as Iowa get ready for uh, a big weekend for recruiting. Jirel Brock, a four-star running back from over across the river in Illinois, he is not making his way to Iowa City now coming up next weekend, is planning on visiting Iowa State. Have you been able to unearth anything, his decision not to go Iowa? Is it the Hawkeyes backing away or him crossing the Hawks off the list? I think it's a little of both. I haven't been able to talk to him directly about it. Um, I know from other people that he did speak with that it was more of a numbers game at Iowa. Well, I also know Iowa was still pretty interested in him, and they got a call this morning. And that's uh, so they're kind of on to their next group of running backs. Uh, you know, I, you know, fully expect them to, you know, try to land, you know, Tyler Goodson um, mm-hmm. out of Georgia, but. Right. Um, I think you're going to see a couple other names pop up uh, as priorities as well. Uh, you know, Brees Hall from Wichita, Kansas, is going to be highly sought after, and I think you might see a new name uh, emerge here, uh, possibly uh, Davion Wright out of uh, New York. So uh, they're they're on to three or four. They want uh, they want a good, talented running back, but something must have happened there that I haven't quite gotten all the information about. So I don't necessarily want to speculate, but. Iowa State is clearly in the running, um, and I know all along that Iowa State was uh, at or near the top of his list. So uh, if, if that's the case, Iowa State's going to get a terrific running back, um, you know, because he is going to make that make his trip this weekend there. Mm. So Tyler Goodson, it's not uh, a done deal that he is going to be a Hawkeye. Is that what you're, the kid from Georgia you just referred to? Yeah, I'm not 100% sure on that, okay. so I would hate to right. say one way or the other. Um, you know, I think that's kind of the natural speculation that mm-hmm. Iowa shut off conversation with with uh, Brock because of that. But I don't think that's the case. So um, I'm not, you know, who knows? I mean, Goodson may still end up picking Iowa. Uh, it's always, to me, in recruiting, it's always a dangerous situation if you've got somebody from uh, the South and he commits to you like this. And uh, what happens if he tears it up his senior year? Um, and SEC schools come knocking, it's going to be really tough to, to keep them away from there. But that said, I don't know him very well, so I can't. I'm only speculating on what could possibly happen. Well, recruiting going on this summer and your summer series uh, continuing at Landa 10 up through June 30th. And, Doc, uh, really enjoyed your article talking about ranking Iowa's opponents in terms of difficulty from 12 all the way down to 1. Now, 1 and 2, I, I think you can put it in any order, Wisconsin-Penn State, those are the two games, certainly, at least now it looks like they'll be underdogs. Three is where it gets a little bit dicey. And you put the home game with Iowa State in the number three spot in terms of difficulty. How tough was it not figuring out what you were going to put in that third spot? Really, it wasn't that difficult at all. Um, wow. You know, I've had some Iowa fans that are surprised that I put Iowa State that high, but I think Iowa State's a very, very good team. Yeah, I do too. And I, saw, and I was there last year. I saw the game, and... Um, you know, and I think some people wanted, you know, Northwestern or, or Purdue or somebody up that high, and mm-hmm. that's understandable. I mean, both teams did beat Iowa last year. But, I, you know, in comparing those three teams, you look at, at Northwestern, uh, offensively they were challenged last year. I mean, the Iowa and Northwestern went 10-10 in overtime before Northwestern scored. 
with Justin Jackson, an all-time great. Their quarterback has an ACL. Um, who knows how good they're going to be offensively. I mean, defensively they should be good, but you know, I, I've also seen Northwest, Northwestern and Iowa are similar in this regard where they bounce back. Uh, you know, if they win a lot of games close one year, they kind of fall back the next balances out. Northwestern would be on that bounce back year. Purdue has to replace a ton of players on defense. They've got a great offense, but I look at Iowa State and I see David Montgomery. I think he's one of the best running backs in the country. Mm-hmm. Maybe after Jonathan Taylor out of Wisconsin, Wisconsin yeah. probably the probably the best one that Iowa will face. Um, you know, Kemp, the quarterback, you know, completed 67% of his passes. Beat you know Oklahoma and TCU and you know eight wins last year. How could you get past that? And Hakeem Butler, I wouldn't have Josh Jackson anymore. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, guarding that six six receiver is going to be really difficult. So, um, you know, Iowa could win that game. Iowa could lose that game. I think they are pretty even going into this matchup, even at being in Iowa City. So um, that's why I think that Iowa State is is going to be awfully difficult for Iowa. I mean, will they? Re- you know, be able to, to match their success last year, that's going to be really tough for Iowa State. But I still think they're a really good team, and that's and having that game really early in the year, um, you know, it, it's gone either way when Iowa State wasn't that good. Now that Iowa State's good, it could still go either way. Mm. And Kyle Kemp, for the first time in his career, has, has had an entire offseason knowing that, well, he's the guy and has never got first-team reps. I don't think probably ever, so we'll see what that translates to. The, the one uh, that jumped off the page to me, Doc, as far as where you ranked him, and I did think it was, uh, I'm not sure, too many years that you would have two Big Ten games as numbers 12 and 11 on the Hawks' 12-game schedule before you get to uh, you know Northern Iowa, in this case 10. I think Maryland is just is going to be better than a lot of people think. I don't think that Maryland's going to beat Iowa. Don't get me wrong, but I think that they're going to maybe improve this year just because. I mean, Durkin lost, lost what three quarterbacks in our two certainly in like back to back games. Seemingly, I think the quarterback position really clouded uh, the Terps' year last year. It did, no doubt about it, and they were very one dimensional. I mean, they they could run the football, they couldn't throw it for anything. You know, they were 116th last year. And on both sides of the ball, they were dreadful on third down. I mean, just hideous. So, I, I know Maryland is a team that, you know, they're 4-8 and eight last year. I think they could be better. They've got talent. Um, and, and, you know, that hey, this isn't a perfect poll by any stretch. Sure. But, um, you know, I, I do look at, you know, Illinois, what's going on there? Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, Lovey was uh, – you know, Lovey came aboard. They expected to make some strides. I thought they would, and they haven't. Um, now you're into year three. Uh, you know, last year they played 22 true freshmen. You know, they're a hundredth or worse in, a, in 20 different offensive categories. They've had a ton of departures. So I, Illinois, to me is I just can't get over them. You know, so I mean, I could I could certainly gauge your discussion about Maryland, but. Illinois is a strong 12. No, you're right on the money there, no doubt about it. Yeah. And, and you're Northern Illinois, too. For people that you know look at the schedule, well, that's a win. Well, okay, it's a MAC team. It should be a win. But this, as you pointed out, I'm reading it right now, this is not the easiest MAC opponent to face in an opener. That is bang on, Scott Darkman. Northern Illinois is good, and some people have them as the favorite in the MAC. Yeah, exactly. And you know, with Sutton Smith is kind of built like Nate Meyer, you know, he's about six foot, 250 pounds, but you know, I mean, last year, 29 and a half tackles for a loss. 
Um, you know, they have a, you know, one of their offensive linemen is one of the best in the country. So they're going to come and they're going to battle. I mean, they have. They won here the last time they were in Iowa City. The year before, that when they were in Chicago, that was a late possession win for Iowa. So this is not going to be your easy match game just to kind of get into the season. I mean, this is going to be a tough one. Now, I think Iowa is a better team, and I think Iowa could win. But that said, if Iowa struggles offensively, you know, plays kickball and punts all over the place, and it's 10-10 to in the fourth quarter, anything's possible. And, and so I, I think, you know, having still relatively inexperienced tackles, although both of them started a lot last year, but going against one of the best pass rushers in the country, that's not going to be easy. So I, I think that game could be really challenging for Iowa. Final minute, Doc. What is uh, going to disappoint you the most? Not getting the PTL this summer or no more Big Four Classic after this year? Uh, that's a good question. I'd probably go with the PTL because I think that is a free public relations uh, by design for Iowa basketball. You have um, you know, an opportunity for several hundred fans every week to go and watch the players compete up close, maybe take pictures of them, maybe take uh, – you know, you know, selfies and, and get autographs and, and just get a general feel for the team. Uh, but, you know, that said, Big Four Classic, I'm not really sorry to see that go. I am sorry to see the, the, the state uh, uh, series go. So, yeah, I'd probably, I'd probably go with the PTL, but, you know, this, uh, the unfortunate part is the end of the, of the Big Four round robin, and now the, the Big Four Classic is just an end of an era unfortunately, for basketball in the state. It is. It's going to be the end of an era at Land of 10 here in a couple more weeks. But until then, you can read Bobby Legess and Scott Darkerman as they continue to toil at Land of 10 before Doc makes his way to cover Iowa for the Athletic. Thank you, Scott. We'll talk to you next week. Appreciate it. Thanks, guys. Appreciate it. Good to talk to you. Scott Darkerman, Land of 10, Mark Morehouse, and Doc. Back together podcasting. Huge numbers, too, Trent. Over two hours of Hawkeye goodness. Is that what you call it? I, I enjoy it every time. Do, yeah, I know you do. Oh, look, they're two great guys. They're mm-hmm. two really good guys. We'll be back with Kevin Lehman. I'll put him in that category as well. Trent and I continue. It's the Ken Miller Show on 1700 KBGG. News, talk, sports. Yeah, we got all that online at 1700kbgg.com. Are you interested in starting a new franchise? You can find a lawyer right here in the state of Iowa that can assist in your franchise needs. Rush Niggett of Brick Gentry PC provides law services for those involved in starting a franchise. Find more information online at RushOnBusiness.com where Rush Niggett can assist you in buying and starting a new franchise. A presenting sponsor of the 2018 high school baseball season on 1700 KBGG. Brick Gentry, PC, and Rush Niggett. Hi, I'm Janice Lane, CEO of Children and Families of Iowa. This year, Children and Families of Iowa is celebrating our 130th anniversary. Over the years, our mission has remained the same, to work collectively to restore hope, build futures, and change lives for children and families throughout Iowa. Visit us at cfiowa.org. Thank you for helping us fulfill our mission. 
Has your child swallowed your medicine, your laundry detergent, your nail polish remover? Call the Poison Helpline. Have you inhaled paint thinner, glue, pesticides? Call the Poison Helpline. Have a question about a dose, a fume, something your kid just drank? Call the Poison Helpline. Poisonings can happen at the home, on the job, or in the great outdoors. Call the Poison Helpline first for fast, free advice from medical professionals. Call 1-800-222-1222 anytime, anywhere. 1-800-222-1222. Save the number, save a life. Brought to you by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services. And now, a page from the Diary of Flo. Dear Diary, I got the brush off again. I don't get it. Is there something wrong with the way I wave? Elbow wrist, elbow wrist. Why won't that little basset hound acknowledge me? I'm friendly. I give everyone peace of mind when I protect their homes through Progressive. He should be jumping for joy when I walk by. Save an average of 17% on car insurance when you bundle home and auto through Progressive. Maybe it's me. No, it's him. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Discounts not available in all states or situations. It's time for some straight talk. Using your phone, yeah, the one right in your hand, could cost up to 30% less every month. Got your attention, don't I? With Straight Talk's Keep Your Own Phone SIM Kit, you can keep that phone, your same 4G LTE network and number, but pay less. That's more money in your pocket. The ultimate unlimited plan is just 55 bucks a month. Straight Talk Wireless, only at Walmart. Savings may vary. Video typically streams at DVD quality. A month equals 30 days. Refer to the latest terms and conditions of service at straighttalk.com. Walk to prevent suicide. Join the American Foundation for Suicide Prevention and participate in an out-of-the-darkness community walk. Register for a walk near you at outofthedarkness.org. Suicide takes an enormous toll on families, friends, co-workers, and entire communities. Walk to raise awareness. Walk to raise funds for research, education, advocacy, and programs to support people impacted by suicide. Walk to save lives. Go to outofthedarkness.org today. Guys, are you ready to begin your journey to live life better? Are you feeling tired and worn down or looking to improve performance and drive in the bedroom? Looking to burn fat and gain muscle? Then it's time to contact New Leaf Wellness. New Leaf Wellness offers a free, no-obligation consultation. Dr. Robert Seaman and the New Leaf staff will help craft a plan dedicated to you. From testosterone replacement therapy, advanced weight loss, to nutritional therapy, New Leaf Wellness strives to find the plan that will improve your quality of life. Dr. Robert Seaman and New Leaf Wellness, give them a call today at 515-650-1358. Again, 515-650-1358 for New Leaf Wellness. One more time, 515-650-1358. It's time to live life better with New Leaf Wellness. Call 515-650-1358. That's 515-650-1358. At Wolf Construction, we do many large construction projects across the Midwest, but we started as a roofing company, and we're still a roofing company today. At Wolf Construction, we don't just show up with a dumpster and trailer in your driveway. We arrive with a business card in hand, ready to take care of your home. Whether it's a simple roof repair, a complete re-roofing project, or a new construction project, Wolf Construction can handle the job. Call Wolf Construction at 515-225-8866 or visit us on the web at wolfconstruction.net. We're a roofing machine. 
You ever wonder what you look like with a full, natural head of hair? Well, find out. Mr. Executive lets you try before you buy. Get real hair again and a lease with options. Mr. Executive offers a 90-day lease for just $200. At the end of 90 days, if you decide to keep your new hair, the initial investment goes toward the purchase price. Look, don't spend any more money on potions and lotions that don't work. Check the latest in hair replacement online at mrexecutive.com or call 274-4049. Mr. Executive, 70th and University in Windsor Heights. Our thanks again, Scott Dockerman, Land 10, for uh, chiming in. As promised, right now we're going to talk to Kevin Lehman, college basketball analyst. You hear him, you see him on TV throughout the winter months. He, of course, coached in the primetime league for many, many years and uh, did the various uh, years telecast, broadcast-wise, on the Big Four Classic. Kevin Lehman joins us to uh, to toss those two around. Kevin, how are you? Ken, I'm doing great. hope you had a great Father's Day weekend. Absolutely did. How did you spend yours? Well, I went to Omaha. I've got a son that lives in Omaha. Spent a little time at the College World Series. Nice. Uh, the crowds look fantastic. Uh, was it? Uh, was that the situation when you were there uh, on Sunday? Was it sold out, or, or for the most part? Well, it was close. Can I say it is one of? You got to put it in your bucket list. It is a great time in Omaha. They roll out the red carpets. Uh, that new stadium is first class and the fans just flock in there from all these different schools and they just park their RVs for the for the ten day trip mm. and they're they're tailgating and handing out jambalaya, whatever else you like to eat as you walk by. It's really a friendly, fan friendly atmosphere. Well, the Big Four Classic uh, tried to be that uh, a f- a friendly atmosphere, and, and I think for the most part it succeeded. Look, it was the uh, after it became apparent that uh, Iowa and Iowa State had had no desire to uh, to visit the McLeod Center or to make a trip to the to the Knapp Center. The best we could, uh, um, I guess, come to expect was to get all these four teams under. The same roof for one day in uh, the month of December. However, this year that's going to uh, come to an end. They'll play this year, and then the Big Four Classic will uh, be no more. Is it the right move, Kevin? I mean, I, I know that um, you know Jamie Pollard's on record as saying he would be you know more than willing to welcome you and I to welcome Drake to Hilton Coliseum. Gary Barta hasn't really come out and said as much. Uh, that he'd be willing to do that. Ben Jacobson wants a two-for-one. He seems to be digging in a little bit. Not sure what Drake's, uh, how Drake is going to handle this, but um, is the decision the right one to cover to cancel the Big Four Classic? Well, I think, Kenny, you got to look at each school's perspective. And, you know, Iowa's leading this charge. So when you look what Iowa has, they go to a 20-game Big Ten schedule. They have a Big Ten ACC Challenge game. Uh, they're also in the Gavit games, not every year. They have a all the tournaments, and they have that game with Iowa State. So when you look at their scheduling, uh, they have 31 dates. And with you add all those up, it gives them about seven home games. They don't want to give up a home game package to go to Cedar Falls. So Coach Jackson asking for that two-for-one, that's the best I think the Panthers will ever get out of this. And maybe they can have Iowa travel on the year that they have a home game in the ACC Challenge or Iowa State and balance it with that. 
and still go to Cedar Falls. But I just don't see Fran McCaffrey going back to McLeod Center. I called the game the last time there when he got tossed <laughs> with three technicals, and I believe he was making a statement that we're not coming back to Cedar Falls to play again. I'd be very surprised to see a Hawkeye black and gold in the McLeod Center in the future. Well, you, you mentioned a little bit about what they have, and there just isn't a whole lot of wiggle room. But this does present an opportunity to at least another thing. More than likely, you're going to have five, six bye games in there. But a potential of, of doing a home-and-home. Home, you know, the last true home-and-home home they've done with the Power Conference team, you have to go back to Alford in 2004 with Arizona State. That was the last time they played a home-and-home home with the Power Conference opponent outside of Iowa State throughout the years. Possibility that could come back on the table at some point? Well, you know, I visited with Steve Rose SID this morning. And one of the things that Iowa wants to keep open, if you look at last year, they played Colorado at that neutral site Mm -hmm. in Sioux Falls at the Pentagon. So they want to keep that option open. If ESPN comes up and says, and let's face it, guys, this is run by the television networks, that we can get you a neutral court game against a Power 5 team, you've got to have an open date for it. I don't think you're going to see Homer Holmes anymore uh, because of what you have. ACC Big Ten Challenge, Gabbit Games, those have replaced the home-and-homes. And here's a fact for you guys. I just read where Duke, Duke has not played a true road game out of conference since 2012. <laughs> <laughs> uh, not unbelievable stat. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, not, you not surprising. No, but that's kind of the way it's gone. And I can go back, guys, when I posted you and I, we had Iowa on a home-and-home. Iowa State on a home-and-home, and and Nebraska on a home-and-home. Now, in the Valley, no one could top that. A lot of us, because of Elder Miller, a little shock coming from uh, Ohio State, could get that done. But that's in the past. That will not happen anymore. And I was at the game, and Trent, you may be too young for this one. And, kid, you may remember it. 1990, we had 23,000 people in the Unidome. Oh, I remember it well. game against Iowa. How young do you think I am, Kevin? I remember that one well. I remember watching it. I think it was on KWWL. I, I think the broadcast was at that one. Oh, yes, I, I remember that one in the packed house in the Unidome. Well, they said 23,000, Trim. There's actually 25,000 plus. The fire marshal was a little bit upset with us. But, you know, the world has changed, and I, that's just not going to happen anymore. Uh because and I, here's what I think what Northern Iowa and Drake need to do. I think it's coming down the pike. I met with the Valley about two weeks ago in television contracts. They have that Mountain West Valley Challenge game. They're going to add one with the Atlantic 10. So I think if you're the mid-major, you have to do – that's what they're looking at in the future, Ken. And I think that's the way they have to go because mm-hmm. I'm also doing some work for basketball travelers. They arrange the Paradise Jam. Uh, junk a new jam and summer tours. So as I'm talking to these mid-major teams, for example, Steve Forbes, East Tennessee State, mm-hmm. he has two home games scheduled. He can't get home games. Neither can Northern Iowa. Neither can Drake. It's a real challenge for those mid-majors. So I think they have to do the same thing that you're seeing the Big Ten do in the Big Twelve. You have these challenge matches with other comparable leagues, where it's Conference USA, A10, Mount West. Uh, Kevin Lehman is our guest. Kevin, do you get the sense that Harden and DeVries would be willing to, um, you know, to for, for Drake to travel, uh, whether to be Iowa City or to Ames? Do you think that that's likely to happen, that Drake would be willing 
you know, knowing that, uh, look, they're never going to get either of those schools at the nap. They're not going to play them on a neutral court at, uh, in downtown Des Moines anymore. Do you think that Drake would be willing to travel? If I was Darren DeVries, I would not. Uh, and I'll go back to the days of working for Eldon Miller. I used to get the field the phone calls for scheduling, and I remember Texas called, Arkansas called. Uh, they want to do two for one. And Coach Miller said, call back and tell them I schedule one game at a time, one at my place or one at your place. And his philosophy was, you're, you're not fair to your student-athletes if you take them on the road and make them play those guarantee games. Because look at the – you know, the home court is such an advantage in college basketball. What's the chance of Drake coming into Iowa City and getting a win there? Because you, So you're throwing your player to the Wolves. So if I was there in the race, I would not do it. Uh, I know you mentioned Coach Jackson's going for a two-for-one. I think in today's world you have to look at that if you're, if you're there in the race at Drake. Let's do a two-for-one. But we need the Hawkeyes and the Cyclones back in the nap center. And look at that. If you look at Iowa State Drake, that was one of the oldest rivalries west of the Mississippi before that ended for the Big Four Classic. Those two schools had played for a long, long time. Kevin, uh, the other note from last week, the PTL is no more. They were uh, just about a week away from getting started, and Randy Larson shut it down. You know that league very well. You coached for over a decade in it. It seemed like it, we were coming to this road, but were you surprised that all of a sudden, right before it got started, they decided to uh, shutter the cages and, and put them away? I was surprised at the timing of the announcement, Trent. Uh, I thought it would go one more year, but you know the NCAA now is letting you work with your players. I think you have four hours of individual instruction. You have X amount of hours of team instruction. You also have strength and conditioning hour limitations. What it leads to, Trent, is you have more time with your players. And I saw this in the PTL the last couple of years. The desire for those players to come and compete, they're getting taxed to do so many things, go on top of that summer school. So, again, this is the college basketball landscape changing. Uh, I can remember earlier in the PTL where you had uh, – I took Ali Fulpanesh guys as an eighth-round pick. <laughs> the year he was come out of Kirkwood, an eighth-round pick. And then in the last couple of years, you got the fifth round, like, I don't even know who these players are. So <laughs> the interest for the older guys, I remember Dean Oliver playing it after he played for the Warriors, uh, Duez Henderson, Jason Price, Dallas Hodges, Brad Jones. These guys had played competitive basketball, whether it's Division One, Division Two, and they were coming back and playing. For some reason, those players disappeared. And basically, you had the Iowa players, the Northern Iowa players, and then you were struggling to fill out your rosters. Uh, there was a division or small college league that started in Cedar Rapids that took a lot of really good players from Upper Iowa, Kirkwood, Co., those types of, of schools away from that league. So it really dropped off competitive-wise in the last few years. Uh, Kevin Lehman is our guest. Kevin, uh, last thing for me, and I'm going to take a shot here that you and Nick Nurse cross paths at some time. Long way from Carroll, Iowa, via UNI, uh, to the NBA and the head coach of the Toronto Raptors. Uh, one of 30 gigs in the NBA, and a guy from Carroll, Iowa has got one. Uh, Nick Nurse and you, as far as uh, crossing paths at any time? Well, let me tell you this story, Ken. Uh, my son called me yesterday for Father's Day, and he said, Dad... How cool is it that my babysitter is now the head coach? How about that? <laughs> the NBA team. 
That's awesome. So tell us about that. Well, he lived, Nick lived across the street from me. Off, uh, it was Pizarro Court. We called it affectionately Pizza Court. And uh, they, were, they rode property across from my house, and Nick lived there with uh, a manager and two other of our basketball players. So he would, at times, in a pinch, watch my uh, three sons for me. So, yeah, Nick and I go way back. Uh, he was a sophomore year we came into you and I. So he played three years for us. Mm-hmm. He was uh, a GA the year that 1990 when we made the NCAA run. I used to go watch him with, when he had the energy all the time. Uh, we talked a lot about, and his dream was to become an NBA coach, and he made the moves to go overseas to try to get that experience. You know, I was at Nick's wedding. Uh, I've been real close with Nick, and I'm so, so happy to see him succeed and be a head coach of the NBA. But I think what my son said kind of sums it up. That's pretty cool. If your babysitter That's awesome. is now coach Toronto. Kevin, with that, what's it going to take for him to help the Raptors take that next step? Good during the regular season. Again, the Cavs got him. Maybe it'll just be LeBron going Avoid to the West. LeBron. Yeah, going to, going to the Lakers. That'll be the best thing for him. That certainly would help, but you got to still deal with Boston in the yeah, East. Right. But, you know, Nick has always been an offensive genius, and that's why they brought him in to Toronto to run the offense. So I'm interested to see who he hires to run his defense. I think that's the key for Nick Nurse because I know that he knows the X and O's of the offensive end. And i tell you what else about Nick Nurse. His uh, ability to, to have a relationship with players uh, is is one of the tops. Uh, and I saw him do it with the energy. My nephew was his video coordinator when he went to uh, Rio Grande Valley and worked for him two years down there. And that, you know that's another that was another interesting story because Nick was back for a reunion. I think it was a Hall of Fame induction for the 1990 team, and he said, "Hey, I'm looking for a video guy." I said, my nephew's looking, and that's kind of how that hooked mm. up. My nephew worked down there, down there for him for two years, and they won a championship uh, while he was there at Rio Grande Valley, along with the one at the Energy. So, you know, Nick's ready for this. Uh, last thing for you, Kevin. So just summing up, you don't think that once, the, once we get through December this year, I don't want to put words in your mouth, in the next decade, do Iowa or Iowa State take on you and I or Drake? I could see them playing, but I don't see a game at the Nap Center. I do not no, see a game so. at the McLeod Center. It, you know, so I, I do think there's some hope, Ken, in the next 10 years that a two-for-one may exist with Drake uh, or you and I. But you know where I think the window is, guys? I think Iowa State has more flexibility because the Big 12, they're only playing a 18-game schedule. So they've got a little more flexibility. Once this Big Ten went to 20 games, it was out the window. Yeah, it seemed like and it was up against happen. it. Or, or am I off? I think I'm off two games, 16-game schedule the Big 12. No, 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 you're right, 18. 18, 18 you're right. Yeah, so they have a little bit more flexibility. You know, they have that SEC challenge match. Uh, so I think there's more room for that to happen with Iowa State than you're going to see with Hawkeyes. Good stuff, and Kevin Lehman. It is. All right, guys. It is. Thank you, Kevin. Appreciate it. Good catching up with you. Great story on Nick Nurse. All That's right, awesome. Thanks. Good to talk to you. Kevin Lehman, college basketball analyst. <laughs> His babysitter's now coaching the NBA. It's pretty good. That's pretty neat. I had to figure. I figured they, they crossed paths. Yeah. I didn't know to the extent that they did. That was really cool. Can you imagine that house? Yeah, right. <laughs>
<laughs> Three boys yeah. and across the street, you got the basketball players. Right, right. Uh, well, t- Trent, before we get into you and uh, Jimmy B tonight, uh, Cubs-Dodgers, we saw it last year in the NLCS. Mm-hmm. We may again, um, potential. The Dodgers, I think, are playing better. I mean, they, they clearly are. are playing better. Um Boy, that Cubs, we talked about it already. She's felt like one got away from last night. Push across a run. Right. Bases loaded back-to-back innings. I think they had a couple guys on in other innings early in the game, and they just couldn't score. You know, you're right about Flaherty. Uh, I guess I didn't realize he's good with a bat in his hand, too. Yes, yeah. Jesus. Didn't anticipate that level. Right. Yeah. Uh, he's, a, he's a good player. But the Cardinals have something there. Mm-hmm. Here's hoping they can, you know, keep him uh, keep him healthy. Um but the Dodgers and the Cubs play tonight. We've got the Cardinals tonight. They go on the road to take on Philly. That's a big series when yeah. it concerns the NLCS. So are the NLCS, the Central Division of the National League. So we've got some, some Milwaukee baseball. Flip over now, there, there you go. Not bad. Yep. Uh, Yankees Washington will resume their game. Right. That's a, is that a? I think four o'clock our times when the and resume game. then seven thirty or whenever it is. Yeah. Right. Right. And then they'll get into. The real game, the mm-hmm. full game. Mm-hmm. Uh, after that, and late night, Arizona Angels. Well, just because Granky's pitching, maybe. But yeah. the Angels, there's something wrong with this team other than Otani. Right. Yeah, you just have to wonder. Mike Sosha's been there an awful long time. Mm-hmm. I wonder if the sand is running out of his hourglass as it is on our program. We've got a couple of minutes left. So some decent baseball tonight. Uh, I guess that's probably. Uh, look, I'm going to be. I'm going to focus more on the Cubs. Twins are off, right? They are off. Yes, they're off. Would have liked to have got that final game of that series. Yeah. Still, they're going to end. What are they? Six and three now against the Indians. And there's a lot of games with mm-hmm. the White Sox mm-hmm. and the Royals. Mm-hmm. And the Tigers got to run out of steam here at some point, don't they? Well, they had the White Sox in town this past weekend, so that doesn't hurt. That's kind of the other part of it, right? We have to take a look at our over/under forecast coming up here because as bad as I was in football, yeah. I have a feeling I was equally as bad in baseball. Ooh, not what did you go six and zero last year? Two years ago, two swept, years swept ago. the board. Yeah, uh, but I know I've got the over on the White Sox. That's not looking good. I know I've got the over on the Padres. That's not looking good. No, uh, I know I've got the over on the Cubs. That's, That's not, not looking, looking good. good. There's too much talent in the Central. It's better. It's way better than anybody thought. Um, so we're, we'll have to revisit those before we take our break. Maybe. Uh, around the Fourth of July, do you have them in front of you? I, I do. I'm, I'm taking a peek here. All right, you. Am uh, I? I uh, don't t- give me the. T- am I 500? Or do I have a chance at 500? Uh, no, it doesn't sound like it. Tampa under. I'm home free. 77 and a half. No, they don't go under. Okay, White uh, Sox over 68. Yeah, no shot. Texas under 77 and a half. That's good. Yep. Miami under 64 and a half. Uh, I feel pretty good about that one. It'll be close, but I feel pretty good. They're, they're going to have to lose at least 99 games for you to hit that. Well, what do they got right now? They have lost a 44. They lost 44. What's their win percentage right now? 389. 389. Let's get out the old calculator. 389 times 162. They're on pace to win 63 games. Right on the money. So far, so good. I know I went the Cubs over, have yep. no chance. What did I do in the West? I, did I take Colorado? Uh, no, you went with the Padres. Oh, that's right. The Padres, <sighs> and I've got them over. Over 69 and a half. They are 459 right now. I think I got a chance. 162, 74 and a half. They're on pace. So for. maybe it's not as bad as I thought. Okay. How about you? I had the Red Sox over. Um, good. And, so it's 91 and a half. Oh, that's going to fly yeah. over. Detroit under 68 and a half. Doesn't look good. 
Houston under 96 and a Doesn't half. look good. Philly over 75 and You're a half. home free. Brewers under 84 and a half. Not, not going to look not going to happen. And uh went under on the Giants at 81 and a half. That's, Giants are sneaky good. They're hanging But they're around. trending for that 500, you know? Yeah. So that that one will go right Might down. Might come down to the weekend. Are uh, you and Jimmy B? It's going to come down to 4 o'clock when we have more sports on your radio. 4 to 6, Jimmy B and TC get you home. And what do you got cooking? We uh, have Tom Caker stopping by in his Monday spot. We'll talk a lot about him, including something we brought up earlier. Jirel Brock was scheduled to visit mm-hmm. Iowa City this weekend and uh, Iowa State during the week. He will not be visiting Iowa City anymore. He'll be making his way to Ames for the weekend. What does that mean? Uh, Wolfgang will be stopping by. Get to talk some NBA draft with him. Take a look at the Big Ten and Big 12 prospects with him. And working on a baseball guest as well in the late in the 4 o'clock hour. Jimmy B will be ready. Well, no, he won't. No, no. <laughs> He'll be excited to talk about the golf, though. Yeah, it's hard not to be. Yeah. It, was a, it was a fun, fun weekend of golf. really was. It was. A lot... Um, Again, my biggest takeaway from this entire weekend, not Brooks Kepka going back-to-back, um, not how bad the course was, how tough the course was, just that Phil Mickelson can do no wrong mm-hmm. in uh, the court of public opinion. No wrong. They love him. <laughs> uh, we'll be back tomorrow. We'll do so. Uh, we'll be here tomorrow at noon. We hope you can join us if you miss any portion of the program or you miss the entire program. Just want to listen to some of our guests. You can simply go to kenmillershow.com, click the podcast link, and you'll be in business. Uh, Jimmy B and TC get you home from 4 to 6. Trent and I are back tomorrow at noon. Thanks for being here with us on 1700 KBGG. Afternoons, we talk sports on 1700 with Jimmy B and TC, Des Moines' savviest sports duo on The Big Talker, 1700 KBGG. An old favorite is back again with a new and updated menu, Bennigan's on Merle Hay Road. Stop by Bennigan's and check out the new signature steak and ale menu, made from scratch everyday recipes that have stood the test of time. Dinner with friends, a night out, or just stop by to watch the ball game. Make it Bennigan's, Merle Hay Road. Bennigan's is a proud sponsor of high school baseball on 1700. You're with friends at Bennigan's on Merle Hay Road. Since 1980, Christopher's Gold and Rare Coins has been Central Iowa's trusted local source for precious metals, rare coins, currency, and estate jewelry. Christopher's can help you invest in gold or silver and start or sell a coin collection. If you're looking for top value on family heirlooms, diamond and precious gem jewelry, or luxury watches, Christopher's trained staff will provide the information you need to sell with confidence. Christopher's Gold and Rare Coins, south of Douglas on Merle Hay Road or at Christopher'sRareCoins.com. Trust, quality, value. Just some of the words that have been used by Wolf Construction Roofing customers to describe their experience. Wolf Construction Roofing works on residential and commercial roofing, including single-family and multi-family homes, tear-offs, specialty roofing, and gutters. Wolf Construction has grown into a roofing machine that installs and re-roofs nearly 2 million square feet of roofing each year. Wolf Construction has been given the Super Service Award from Angie's List and is accredited with the Better Business Bureau. Call them today for your free estimate. Wolf Construction Roofing, 515-216-3643. That's 515-216-3643. And online, wolfconstruction.net. Come into Lowe's for savings on tools to make any workbench a lot more powerful. Choose a Porter Cable 20-volt max lithium-ion combo kit, complete with drill, impact driver, two batteries, and charger. 
Or get the long runtime of the DeWalt 20-volt cordless drill with brushless motor and compact design for tight spaces. Either way, they're only $99. All projects have a starting point. Start with Lowe's. Offers valid through 620. While supplies last, see store for details. Terrace Hills Golf Course is home to the four-and-a-half-hour guarantee. Are you tired of playing golf courses that don't care about speed of play? Then make a tee time at the beautiful Terrace Hills Golf Course weekdays before 2 p.m. and weekends and holidays before noon, and they guarantee you'll complete your 18-hole round of golf in four-and-a-half hours or less, or your next green fee is free. Terrace Hills Golf Course. Make your tee time now by calling 515-967-2932 for Terrace Hills Golf Course in Altoona. Looks like we have another contestant for Russian Roofer Roulette. Place your bet. Choose from unmet expectations, we overpromise and underdeliver, or we'll carelessly drag our ladder over your daffodils. Let's log on to Google and play. I'm Ryan Johnson, owner of Right Roofing. Before you play Russian Roofer Roulette, give us a call. Right Roofing is one of the only local roofers with a 50-year warranty on both the shingles and the labor. So you know that when we roof it, we'll roof it once and we'll roof it right. For a warranty on materials and labor that's five times longer than most companies, call Right Roofing at 515-729-0770, where we say you choose the color, we'll handle the rest. That's 729-0770, or find us online at rightroofing.com. That's rightroofing.com with an R. Roof it once, roof it right, right roofing. Are you interested in starting a new franchise? You can find a lawyer right here in the state of Iowa that can assist in your franchise needs. Rush Niggett of Brick Gentry PC provides law services for those involved in starting a franchise. Find more information online at rushonbusiness.com where Rush Niggett can assist you in buying and starting a new franchise. A presenting sponsor of the 2018 high school baseball season on 1700 KBGG. Brick Gentry PC and Rush Niggett. Villaggio Italian Restaurant brings real homemade Italian to you. Fantastic food, great service, and an elegant vibe that feels like home. All your favorites from the original in Norwalk and an expanded menu with the newest location on 100th Street in Urbandale. Plus, one of the best happy hours in the metro from 3 to 6 each weekday. When you're thinking Italian, make it Villaggio. Pizza, pasta, sandwiches, and more. Two locations, Sunset Drive in Norwalk and 100th Street in Urbandale. 